0: First time long time, first time long time, first time, 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 long time.
1: Hey there, sports fans first time Long time. I'm Tommy Fitzgerald, these Richie Baron. Richie, how are you?
0: You know, I'm doing pretty good. I'm very overwhelmed. A lot of Mets news today, so uh, you know I think we should just jump right into it before I, I have a change of heart and, and just get right off this podcast altogether.
1: <laughs> I hear you, kid. It's uh, never easy being a Mets fan, as all of our listeners know. Long-suffering New York Metropolitans fans. But anyway, Matt Harvey throwing the low 90s today, and then after the game, Harvey and Dan Warthen coming out. Basically saying that this is kind of the new reality with him getting over his shoulder injury, and it's it's tough. It's tough not seeing the big guy blow ninety at the shoulders by people throwing past people's eyeballs. And I tell you, man, it's kind of like you see Tara Reid in the American Pie two, and you're like, you're like, wow, wow. I, I don't even know if I could be in this movie theater. I might have to go home. And then you see how the next few years played out, and you, you're hoping that's not the deal with Harvey. That you know he kind of gets it back together. The good news is he's got some good breaking stuff. He's got decent secondary stuff, but he's not going to be like Thor throwing 99. What are your thoughts here, Richie?
0: Well, first and foremost, I hope that we're not going to get the terror read from Sharknado. I hope that Matt Harvey does not transform himself into that terror read. Uh, Not looking too great in Sharknado, or Sharknado 2 for that matter. But to be honest with you... I don't, you know, I I like, I like guys that have the cajones, that have the balls. They get up there, they start throwing gasoline, they start pumping their fists, they start thrusting their hips, they're doing all sorts of crazy stuff. But let me tell you something. I've seen other pitchers that get by on throwing softer stuff, and 92 to 94 is not soft stuff. Matt Harvey has to learn how to pitch, okay? He's had his machismo years. He's had his years being the Dark Knight, going to Ranger games, dating models, doing all that stuff. Now he's got to settle in and become like late-career John Smoltz at age 26. That's what we need from Matt Harvey. Okay, We need this guy to just be painting the corners, take his time, and do his thing. And he seems pretty cool, calm, and collected. So that could mean one of two things. Either this guy is truly over the hump, and he knows what he's all about. He's comfortable with himself. Maybe he's been seeing a therapist, maybe he's been doing some yoga, and this guy is going to be locked and loaded, and he's going to get out there and kill it. Or, it could mean that he's uh, panicking inside and truly has no idea what to do. Basically, it's like, hey Matt, your hair's on fire. No, I like it that way, it's good. I, I wanted shorter hair. That That's the other alternative here. So, uh, <laughs> either way, it's going to be interesting. But I think the boy, Matt Harvey, can get back to Dark Knight form. Keep in mind, uh, Jason DeGrom and little Stevie Matz, they're trying to throw softer this year. They're trying to become pitchers. Let Thor, you know, blow the ball by the catcher, by the batter, by the umpire, and kill somebody in the first row. That's his thing. That's what Thor do. Okay? These other guys, change it up.
1: Yeah, and it's fascinating that you say that, kid, because you look at Harvey. he He's from Connecticut. He kind of dresses and looks like he's a a finance bro of a certain kind of ilk uh, for for us folks that go into the city. And a lot of the finance game is a confidence game. You know, like you have to convince people that you you have it even if you don't really have it. So like seeing him kind of come to this realization where he's saying like, I got to get by doing the other stuff. It's In some sense, it's like this is great. He understands it. He's going to have to learn how to be a better pitcher uh, and not just throw by people. But at the same time, you wonder like, like, you know, the whole – this guy's thing was the confidence, you know, the bright orange cleats like the all-star game coming in throwing 99 by people and you wonder if, if he's he's able to do this.
0: I mean, I like the uh, – I still like the persona. I still like the, uh, you know, the, the confidence for sure. And let me tell you something. Nice finance analogy, A. And B, the good thing about fi- him not being a finance bro is that if he doesn't have it, he won't go to prison or drink himself to death. Because he's getting death threats from people. So that's great. So, he, he you know, either way, <laughs> Matt Harvey is going to be A-OK. Uh, you know, what I will say, I don't worry about this guy because have you seen that Four Horsemen of Queens commercial? I did. I did. I oh, my it. God. That thing That thing is like uh, Cialis, that video. I just sat there. I just sat there and I almost, I almost poked a hole through my computer. Six to midnight. Unbelievable. Six to <laughs> midnight, back to six, <laughs> back to midnight. Just over and over again. It was like it was like doing push-ups, but but that's what happens. I mean, they're all sitting around the table. Uh, you know, Zach Wheeler is busboying. You know, you gotta you gotta earn your keep. You don't get to sit down at the table and have the filet mignon yet, Zach. You, you keep doing your thing though. And uh, these guys, you know, they're staring out there. I got I got goose chills. I got the, I got goose chills. Goose chills. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: That sounds that's, like uh, something you get when you t- make a wrong turn in Toronto, you know?
0: That's right. <laughs> <laughs> that's uh, that's the name of one of the strip clubs up there, Goose Chills.
1: <laughs> yeah, shout, shout out to the fine folks at Goose Chills. I'll uh, see you soon. <laughs> see, see you soon. That's not a paid plug. Uh, absolutely, kid, the whole hobby thing, we will just have to wait and see. I, I'm, I for one, am a little optimistic, but, you know, again, there was – you can kind of tell with Matt, like, the first couple innings, when he's got it, he's got it. When he doesn't have it, you know, you can kind of tell, too. So, hoping that he's able to rebound from this and move forward, and we're, you know, we're pretty stacked. I mean, conversely, DeGrom's been remarkable uh, so far this spring training. Thor looks great, so, you know.
0: Don't st- forget Stevie. Stevie Mats, Stevie Matts. Shout out Grandpa Look, Matts. Looking wonderful. Yeah, and not everyone's looking good. I mean... Seth Lugo is out there shutting down entire countries. Uh, You know, I mean, I'm hashtag. It's all coming together. That's my that's my mantra for this year. It's all coming together. I mean, there's just usually, like I said, there's there's in years past, there's a ton of stuff to be upset about, and Mets fans like us will find things to get upset about. Don't get me wrong. We will find our Eric Campbell. Okay, he's somewhere out there, but for now, team's looking pretty damn good.
1: Eric Campbell, whatever you, whatever you did with those nudes of Terry, I don't know if he he got them back from you or what, but uh, you know, please for the love of God, keep those locked up, please, please, don't need that. That's Margaret Thatcher from Austin Powers, uh, if you know what I mean. Anyway, uh, we've had a lot of a lot of Tim Tebow content on this show, Richie. Uh, we, we're not going to beat this into the ground. Uh, now, what are you what are your thoughts on the Tebow stuff? He's apparently, I don't, I, he's apparently done, like, what, what's the deal here?
0: I don't want to spend too much time on it, because, you know, Tim is uh, not a great baseball player, but I just want to note that the other day, I said that he will get a hit in his third game, because on the third day, he rose again, in fulfillment of the scriptures. Sure enough, third game, this guy, this guy lines one right through the hole, so... Uh, just saying a little more proof that Tim Tebow may, in fact, be our Lord and Savior. That's all I got there.
1: <laughs> 100% kid. Not mad at you. Not mad at you. Mr. John 316 on the eye black. Shout out to you, Tim Tebow.
0: I'm uh, more of an Austin 316 guy.
1: An Austin guy?
0: Austin 316, yeah. Absolutely. I clapped clap together two middle lights, Pour them over my face, put on the uh, WWE hits Volume 1 in the background, and just let it fly.
1: That's fine living, kid. Anyway, moving off that, our boy Brandon Nimmo, Hurt in the World Baseball Classic. As always, this kind of stuff is a risk. In basketball, you see NBA teams, they won't let guys play in these exhibitions for their country. Not really exhibitions, but you know what I mean. What are your thoughts on our boy Nimmo getting hurt? We'll be back and be ready to go come April.
0: You know what? It's a friggin' miracle that only Nemos heard, all right? I mean, it, it seems like his hamstring, uh, you know, it, it kind of snapped like a like a zucchini stick that was left out in the sun too long, just smooshed right under the pressure. But uh, it seems like the Mets have... Zucchini have, stick. Yeah, yeah, it's my favorite. Mama <laughs> Teresa's. Shout out to Mama T's. New I Park. What? Uh, <laughs> it seems like there's at least four or five Mets on every WBC team. And I'm not I'm not a money ball guy, I'm not a statistician, I'm not Paul Di But with that many guys, we should have had at, at least between thirty and forty injuries already. So the fact that it's only been Brandon Nimmo and his little zucchini stick hamstring going down, it's it's all right. I mean get get well soon, Brandon, but you know, it's it's all right. Could be worse. I think so. I mean, you know, TJ Rivero is still healthy. Seth Lugo's, you know, ruining the dreams of many countries. Uh, Jose Reyes is healthy, which, you know, how often does that happen? So I think, I think we're in good shape. But the good thing about Brandon Nimmo is even if you told him that he had to get his leg amputated, he'd still be smiling. He's a very positive influence on the people of uh, the clubhouse.
1: Great smile. Great shoppers.
0: Oh, yeah, for sure.
1: And as we move to the next thing, uh, City Field apparently getting the Winter Classic next winter, some outdoor hockey at City Field. So, you know, I think you said this on the, uh, the Twitter machine or our boy Gene did, but essentially you're going to be able to tie one on at City Field in the middle of January and you're not going to go to jail.
0: This is great because let me tell you something. Usually I go to City Field in the middle of January, I realize that McFadden's is not a 24 hour, 365 day uh, establishment and that i can't go there to watch all the jet games and then i have no ch- i'm already out there i've already bought a six-pack to stand outside of mcfadden's and drink so i just drink in front of city field and then eventually the police come they scrape me up off the floor and i get back on the la r and and head home now <laughs> i'll have a reason to go out there in january they're gonna let me inside the stadium i will watch a hockey game between the rangers who i'm actually a fan of little weird i know grew up in long island people give me a lot of crap but you know that's just how it was and the uh the buffalo sabres so you know no big deal uh but i am i am very excited about the fact that we have you know the mets are going to the world series So that's baseball till november i get to get drunk till november then i take a month off watch the jets threaten to kill myself no less than 10 times and then i go back to city field for hockey so you know can't argue
1: it's like the best of both worlds. You, you you get in the summertime, you get to go back there in the wintertime. Make some bad choices,
0: right? And this is it's the least city Phil can do because what they're going to do is they're going to build a stadium for these stupid Islander fans, and they're going to be every April and September they're going to be ruining my good time with their stupid yes chance that they stole from the WWE, uh, you know, and their dumb team that should be moved to Quebec or Kansas City or something.
1: Hey now, and I
0: yeah, and I'm gonna have hey to sit now. there and deal with that. While I'm trying to go in there and watch my boy Matt Harvey paint the corners with an 83-mile-an-hour fastball. So, you know, because of that, they should give the Rangers one crack at Planet City Field and let me enjoy uh, getting slight hypothermia while drinking uh, overpriced Budweiser.
1: I think John Tavares wants a word, kid. What's that? I think John Tavares would like a word.
0: <laughs> <John> T- yeah. <laughs> Hey, like that, like that lady said on the Doctor Phil, "Catch me outside, John Tavares." All right, I'll yeah, take well, you take you down to Chinatown. Make <laughs> make you eat a dog. <laughs>
1: uh, shout out to Islander fans everywhere. I, uh, shout out to
0: Chinatown. Shout, shout out to, to Chinatown
1: dogs. and dogs. Uh, as well, uh, and as we are embarking on March Madness, full disclosure: we're taping this Wednesday night. This will be uploaded on Thursday. The NCAA tournament starts tomorrow, and we thought we'd be real, real topical, real topical guys, and try and come up with the Mets on this current team that we think would be great basketball players. And I tell you, the obvious one's the first one: our boy Thor. You put this guy in a headband; he looks like an extra from that Will Ferrell movie. He's like six six. You could see him being like you know, playing at some California school or like, you know, Florida Gulf Coast, just dunking on people. I mean, you know, Thor could just about do just about anything at this point.
0: He's like what that guy Chris Birdman would have become if he didn't get into like tattoos and all sorts of craziness.
1: Amphetamines, yeah.
0: Amphetamines and and tattoos. Take away the amphetamines and the tattoos. You've got yourself a a straight-laced Thor. That's a lesson to you, Chris Birdman. (laughs) <laughs> but I agree. I think Thor I think Thor would be rocking the rim. He'd be dunking. he'd be doing reverse jams. He'd probably get a technical for like for like rubbing his butt cheeks and someone's face hanging onto the rim too long. You know what I've always wanted to see someone do? I can't dunk, but I've always wanted to see someone dunk, take both their legs and and put someone in a leg headlock under the rim and not and not let go until they get teed up. Thor would be that guy. That's he'd kinda, probably do it he nice probably do work. it. It's it's NSFW, but if Alcides Escobar was under the rim, he's getting one of those.
1: Hey, sixty feet, six inches away. I'm right here.
0: That's right. That's right. Exactly. <laughs> Next up, I got uh, I got Brandon Nemo. I feel like he's um, he'd be a, a good outside presence. He'd probably be he'd probably be one of those Duke kids. You know, they got they got the Grayson Allen who won't stop kicking people or punching people in the dick or whatever he's doing. And uh, who's the other guy on Duke? Well yeah, you got Luke Cunard,
1: you got Luke uh, you got Jason yeah, right. Tatum, but Luke Cannod's Luke Cunard's great. He's uh, he's very conscious about his hairline, and then Grayson obviously is like looks like the villain from some early nineties movie, or maybe the title character in Can't Hardly
0: Wait. Well actually like I'm closing my eyes now when I'm thinking about it. Maybe Nimmo is more of like uh, like that kid on Wisconsin that could drain threes. He's not the guy in Duke. He's not like a blue blood. But he'd be the guy on Wisconsin that drains threes. Everybody goes ballistic. He gets drafted late first round and pretty much never sees the light of day in the NBA.
1: You talk I think you're really talking about Sam Decker who who now has you know Sam Decker has been a lot better uh, the last this last year. But that was that was pretty much Sam Decker to a T.
0: Up yep, I think year. you're I think you're right. I think I just decided that Brandon Nimmo is Sam Decker. So congratulations Brandon Nimmo uh you'd be good in college so so for the 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 purpose of of this exercise that we're doing here Brandon Nimmo gonna be a real sharpshooter out there daggers
1: I tell you the obvious one in terms of just being an incredible athlete is Jose Reyes I mean Reyes having the opportunity to, to to be the point guard just like run the full court press like being hyperactive like constantly jumping up and down on the sidelines like he kind of strikes me as the obvious one, and a guy that you would see playing for like, you know, Georgetown in the '80s, or or even like a, a Cincinnati team or a Kentucky team right now, that kind of style. So you know, shout out to Jose Reyes. The guy can do whatever he wants.
0: Well, maybe he's like a like a Shane Locken from University of Miami.
1: Shane Locken. That's a very uh, New York centric reference because he plays right. the Knicks. Yeah,
0: that's right. And his his uh, father Barry Locken rejected a trade to the Mets. So full circle. There you go. (laughs) We brought it back to baseball. Shane Larkin, Barry Larkin, Jose Reyes, let's go. Uh, I have to agree, though, Jose would be one heck of a basketball player. The guy's got a motor that doesn't quit. Full court would be no problem. Me, personally, I'd have to play in Ice Cube's three-on-three league. Pretty sure that's half court with, like, a, you know, you just, like, clear it back, bring it back. That's more my speed. Um Going around, I, I'll tell you one guy who I think would be really bad at basketball, that's Neil Walker. I think Neil Walker shows up with uh, white tube socks, he shows up in like a gray champion t-shirt, uh, some shorts that are a little too short for uh, anyone's liking, and like some, some white New Balance dad shoes, uh, guy, guy strains his Achilles probably no more than three minutes into the game, goes home, and uh, you never see him again. He, he doesn't really come out anymore.
1: I like that. I, another one that I, I don't think would be very good is, and no, no offense to him, but you know, Travis Darnot, He wasn't blessed with with the height. You know, he would kind of be the guy that if it was a basketball game at the park, you you'd look at him and he's probably getting picked last.
0: Yeah, Dono not exactly um, not exactly my first choice if I'm if I'm putting together a pickup game at the park. Although I do see him having the uh, the stature and the pipes to be one of those the uh the male spirit squad guys put a little bullhorn in his hands he's lifting people up in the air i could see him doing that he's a he's a you know he's a thick he's a thick gentleman t-h-i-c-c uh, a little t- not going there kid <laughs> yeah, well you know you you do you
1: <laughs> not touching that one literally or figuratively uh anybody uh anybody else we got here
0: uh, I think there's no doubt in my mind that Joanna Cespedes would be able to hoop. Uh, but it'd be one of those things where like every play is either an offensive foul or like an, like an earth shattering jam. It'd be one or the other. Like Johannes Cespedes hits me as, as like a modern day John Wallace. He's going to, he's going to jam on you. He's going to hang on the rim. He's going to go crazy. People are going to eat it up. Um, so the only would be an ace in the March Madness tournament and probably a pretty good pickup basketball player.
1: I like it, kid. Very appropriate content as we head into the NCAA tournament, and uh, that's that's pretty much about it. I mean, we're we're kind of in this weird dead zone where you're kind of over the the excitement of initial spring training. where a couple of weeks out from the start of the season. I will be in the building on April April 3rd? Is that right? Monday, April 3rd?
0: The That's right. Me, me too. I will be there as well. I'll see you at McFadden's for uh, you know, a couple of the lights. Maybe we should bring on microphones and do a live pre- <laughs> pre-game show for McFadden's. We'll think about it. Yeah, We'll think about it. It's not off the table.
1: Get, so, certainly uh, get some very good interviews. For those who have not been to opening day at City Field, the scene at McFadden's... Uh, it's about as close to a Jets game as you're going to get. And yeah, let's
0: put it this way. Everyone acts like they just found out Prohibition ended. Yes. That, that's that's kind of what McFadden's on opening day <laughs> looks like. Um, and then the thing is for me, I keep that going, which is why, you know, people by July really don't want to talk to me there. But, uh, yeah, man, I think that's, that's it for now. We got ourselves, we are in the, uh... The the uh, the doldrums, if that's the right word, of spring training. Uh, I don't know. I don't know what that even means. But we're there, and we're just waiting to get out, waiting to get the season started. Next week, we will back be back at you like waves crashing on the beach. We are always in your face every Thursday morning with new content. And uh, hit us up on Twitter. Let's talk about the Winter Classic or Tim Tebow or Marsh Madness, whatever you want. We're open to anything. Our uh, social media coordinator, Gene, will tell us everything you say, and we will respond in a uh, in a timely manner, all right? At Mets F-T-L-T. Uh, Tommy, anything else? Let's go Mets. All right, let's go Mets. Take it easy, everybody.
1: Yeah, hey, fellas, this is Chris from New Hyde Park. First time, long time.
0: Hi, this is Bob from Greenpoint. First time, long time, yeah. Hey guys, this is Audi Bevilacqua from Hapog. First time, long time.